Hi, uh, my name is Lucy Velosian, and my podcast topic is vegetarianism slash veganism. Um, it's something I've felt passionate about since I was eight or nine years old, you know, just kind of a kid, just learning about it. And I had a friend that was a uh, vegetarian because she just didn't like the taste of meat. So I remember just talking to her about it, and uh, I decided to cut, officially cut it out from my diet New Year's. For It was my New Year's resolution in fifth grade, so I'm going on... Uh, eight years pretty soon it's a long time you know I feel like I I don't even really remember what it tastes like because it was just so long ago um I obviously knew like going into it I wouldn't be able to eat like you know you got to cut out most of like like fast food places and um a lot of restaurants like I liked to go to Telly's this restaurant in Syracuse and they've got a few other uh restaurants in New York and um uh, I used to like their chicken tenders, but now I can't eat them. And, and most of their menu is um, meat. So, you know, you got to look up menus, obviously, before you go out to eat. Make sure they have vegetarian or vegan options. Um, something I, I learned about a few months into becoming a vegetarian, I learned about um, gelatin, which is ground up hooves, bones, any extra parts of cows, horses, animals. Like, I, I want to say the words calogens. Um, is is what it's called, just like cartilage, just gross stuff, and it gives um foods like a like a gummy, like a sticky, um, squishy consistency, like gummy bears, gummy worms, obviously, um, those have gelatin in them. You you can buy vegan ones, like some like smaller grocery stores have them. I've I've had them before; they're pretty good. Um, uh, some other foods that have gelatin that I didn't know until after were frosted pop tarts i can eat the unfrosted ones they only have i've only ever seen strawberry and blueberry but like it's okay um some chewing gum i know the ice uh the cubed gum the it comes in like a big plastic container those have gelatin in them some fruit snacks such as um um uh welch's welch's fruit snacks have gelatin in them like i'd say about three quarters of all the fruit snacks you'll find on the shelves in grocery stores have gelatin in them however mott's fruit snacks and annie's um the little bunny fruit snacks do not have gelatin they're very good um marshmallow fluff like peanut butter and fluff sandwiches um the glass jar fluff has gelatin in it but the plastic container does not um, that being said, Rice Krispie Treats also have gelatin unless they're made with gelatin-free marshmallows, which are also a thing. Uh, Lucky Charms cereal has marshmallows in it also, so that's cut out. Jello, obviously. Starburst are squishy, so those have gelatin. And one that really surprised me that I didn't even know until like maybe a year ago was Altoids. Like the, the mints that come in the metal tins have gelatin. I was like, that's little ridiculous um there are uh substitutes for these foods you know like if i want something like fruity and squishy like like a starburst there are now and laters which are i think they have more flavor honestly i think i like them better anyway like before i became a, a vegetarian i liked now and laters more um sour patch kids swedish fish don't have gelatin in them i can eat unfrosted pop tarts like i said and i've made homemade uh rice krispie treats using fluff from the plastic container like checking for gelatin and other um meat products 
and foods has honestly just become second nature to me. It's something I really don't think about anymore. It's just, oh, I, I better check to see if this has gelatin. And then I just find myself reading all the labels in the store. Like, it's just something I, I don't think about anymore. It's just something I do. Um, I also cut milk out of my diet. I used to have milk in my cereal, like cow's milk in my cereal um, every day before school. And uh, my family... My whole family really cut milk out of their diet. My family is not really big meat eaters either. Uh, we use almond milk now. Um, if I'm making a cake or baking, I try to use substitutes for eggs. However, I do like sometimes eat eggs for uh, breakfast occasionally. It's not really, I don't really depend on these foods like I used to. Um, my dad. My both of my parents don't eat uh, red meat or pork, so when they do eat meat, when they do cook meat, they make chicken, and um, usually there's the meat substitute. Um, so if we want tacos, we'll have tacos with uh, vegan meat, like fake meat. Or um, my brother is really the only meat eater in the family, so if they if he's not home, we'll all eat um, vegetarian food. So that's pretty cool. I guess I got lucky that my family supports my decision and they uh, are kind of coming on it too. Um, uh, so something I've been asked is how do you get your um, protein if you don't eat meat and how do you get your calcium if you don't drink milk? Um, personally, I really like black beans. I like soybeans like edamame. That's my favorite. Um, I love lima beans. Um there's other other ways you can get protein, like nutritional yeast, grains, green vegetables, sprouted bread, potatoes, that kind of thing. Um, as for calcium, it's it's very similar, like the protein sources and the calcium sources. So like also like soy foods or beans, lentils, peas, uh, nuts, like almonds and Brazil nuts, seeds, uh, grains often have calcium in them, oranges, orange juice, that kind of thing. Uh, plant-based um, mil milk and yogurt um, something somebody's asked me before is aren't we supposed to eat meat because we have canine teeth like a carnivore all right listen you look up a picture of any carnivorous animal and compare them to uh, like human teeth like like look up an animal's set of teeth compared to ours listen they are not the same like at all we have we have like canine teeth like like incisors, um, like our fang quotes, fangs, teeth. They're not really fangs. We just have like um, flatter teeth in the back. We have more. We have more molars anyway. Like we do not have sharp, pointy teeth like like carnivores. Also, also, I learned this doing research. Um, there are animals that have carnivorous-like teeth anyway that only eat plants, like the hippo and the gorilla and the um, javelina. Um, also, camels have fangs along with a bottom row of teeth that are smaller, just like ours, even though those animals only eat plants. So really, our teeth do not determine what we eat, um, which I found very interesting because I didn't know that. Um oh my goodness somebody has like multiple people have told me well but god put planets on the earth or put animals on the earth to be eaten okay first of all don't assume that we're the same religion like like just don't do that don't do that to anybody that's just not cool first of all aside from uh animals were put on the earth to be eaten by whatever god put animals on the earth to be eaten 
Okay, so with that same logic, um, I'll ask why we don't eat cats and dogs. Like, I, I know um, other countries do, and it's just a, that's just a whole other story. But, but here in America, in, in society, it's completely, like, not normal to be eating cats and dogs. So, did God only put certain animals on the earth to be eaten? Like... I just can't wrap my head around that one, honestly. Like, what what differentiates the right of a dog to live versus the right of a cow to live? Like, what... I I feel like... I just can't... I'm literally speechless. Like, I just, I just can't. Like, when people say that to me, I just want to walk away. I just can't. Um, uh, another thing I've been told is, but other animals eat meat, so it's only fair if we do it, too. Yeah, sure, other animals have um claws and other defense or attack mechanisms to kill like probably usually it's one animal at a time and um eat the whole thing for a meal and like snakes i know eat like rice or mice or rats and it lasts like a few days or a week uh what wild animals are not doing however is mass farming loading animals up with antibiotics and steroids to make them grow faster keeping them in tiny cages and not allowing them to see the light of day artificially inseminating them only to make their butt only to take their babies away and hooking them up to painful machines to take their milk or using inhumane slaughterhouses like a factory um animals are not doing this we are that's what's different um it's not fair it's it's really not uh I'm living proof that that you can survive without eating these products. There are so many other people like me that that are fine without them. Completely fine. Thriving without these products. We don't need them. Um I, and you know, I I I will listen to my friends tell me all oh, that whatever you're eating is absolutely disgusting, but like like you're eating something that was living a few weeks ago, so like you can tell me what's disgusting when you aren't eating that um yeah i mean i've been educating myself since i was eight nine years old and i i don't think i'll ever go back to eating meat i plan to continue educating myself and and helping others i really enjoy talking about this kind of thing i can i'll talk about this to anybody who will listen and i will argue with anyone who says anything back to me because i know that i i know i know the facts you know, if I know I'm right, I'm going to keep arguing, but yeah, so, um, that was my podcast, I hope you enjoyed it, I hope you, uh, learned something, I know I learned a lot doing research, so, yeah, thank you for listening.